Hello and welcome back to the CFWF podcast. This is your host, Alex Rathke. And today we are talking, or I am talking, to Dan Rothenberg from Scope Chiropractic. Now we had Dan on the podcast a solid two and a bit years ago. So we're going to give a bit of an update on how he's going, how his business is going. And I hope you really enjoy our talk today. Uh, Dan, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. It's good to be back on. It's, um, it's been, I, I did actually look this up and I don't have it with me. I, all my notes are not here, but it's been a couple of years since we did our last podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed the last one. So looking forward to today's conversation. Yeah. And, and a lot's, a lot's happened, uh, since, since our last podcast. Right. Yeah, in the world and your business, your business has, has yeah, changed a little say, bit. It's a, it's, a, it's a different world, literally, since since we last chatted. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, business business is, uh, has changed significantly as well in a you know positive way, and yeah, got lots of fun, exciting things happening at the clinic at the moment. So yeah, well, life's, life's a bit, bit chaotic at the moment. We can start there. Let's start there. Your your business. So last time we talked, uh, you had almost just started in Ipswich yeah probably was um so we've now been in Ipswich yeah for three I think three years now wow um obviously started a few years before in our in our Brisbane clinic that we've we've recently finished up working in the in the Brisbane market there and we're focusing uh, all of our attention into our Ipswich location uh, which is a good, probably, you know, it was a challenging um, decision to make because we've been working with, with patients there for years and had some really good relationships with, with a lot of people down there. Um, yeah. So it was one of those business decisions that was hard, took a lot of, lot of talking it out with Claudia and, um, you know, eventually we kind of said we just, with the goals that we have for the business and the, you know the the services we'd like to um, like to create. We need to focus our attention in one location and build that up, and then let it kind of go from there. So yeah. we've um, uh, we've moved our location into, as you've seen, a nice big facility with a big big gym in it. Um, yeah. We've got the the team has grown um, as well, so a few more chiros on board. We've got a strength and conditioning coach now on board who's going to be running um, some small group classes, kind of rehab strength and movement type classes. Cool. Um, got force plates, which is probably, you know, the thing I'm really excited about. Yeah. So can actually do a lot of good objective data on, on athletes for both rehab and performance metrics. So, yeah. and um, yeah, we're just doing a bit of backend work on a, on a bit of an education platform as well for, um, uh, for, for patients general pop and for athletes so a little bit of a go-to resource for all kind of injury conditions management tips and things along those lines that isn't uh that isn't full of bs and and the crap you see on on social media and on google so it's yeah. it's proper <laughs> proper information the kind of information that i i tell my my patients on a day-to-day basis that people can just access whenever they want um and use as, as a source of of good information yeah, well, that's um, there's. I mean, there's no there's no shortage of information out there. Like you said, there's a lot of crap and BS sitting out in the in this in this the space, I guess. Uh, so, I mean, well, we, we talk about that. Like last time, I guess we had the podcast was sort of 
the beginnings of Ipswich. How, how do you think your your I don't know, business or uh, your uh, outlook on, I guess, injury um, rehabilitation and, and chiropractic actually um, has has sort of changed since that two and a half three years ago. Yeah, so I think I think the primary change and the the mental shift we we took was we kind of sat back and kind of reflected a little bit on where generally us as a business, but but where kind of chiro and physios and people who manage injuries probably fall short, and that's in understanding the needs and the wants of of the patient, understanding their why. Why is it that you know, they've come to see us. Um, and we know obviously most people come because of, of pain or injury. Uh, but the reality is, you know, it's not the pain or injury that drives them. It's that that pain and injury is stopping them from doing something that's important to them, whether that be training and performing, whether that be spending time with, uh, you know, the kids, the grandkids, or, or if it's work related. And so we changed our whole model to focus more of our attention onto what is it that we can actually help you get back to doing um, as opposed to just, you know, thinking of somebody as a, as a particular diagnosis, not that we really ever did that, but kind of the, you know, the, it was that in a way. <clears throat> so that was probably one of the biggest changes internally that's happened for us. We just really wanted to focus, a, make it a truly patient-centric or a person-centric clinic. Um, with with that change came all these extra services. We started to see, well, you know, why why can't we start to include strength and rehab classes to help people uh, facilitate their way back into um, back into the gym or back into whatever they do? Because not everybody, you know, trains under a great coach. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we know anybody we work with with you. It's it's never a problem because they're under good coaching and in a, in a great environment. Um, but not not every person who goes to a gym has that you know, has that luxury, unfortunately, as, as much as they really should. Um, and so we started to kind of build our services off off of that. In regards to kind of chiropractic, you know, the, our, we we definitely work differently to um, you know what the public would perceive chiros to work, yeah. as you as you know. Yeah. Um, and I guess the way I kind of view it really. Um, you know, although I am a chiropractor and that's, you know, my, my five-year education was there, um, really for me, that is a certificate that allows me to, to help people. And however I choose to help people, you know, it's, it's not chiropractic per se. That's just the name of the profession that I'm under. Um, you know, I, I use that um, to be able to, to help people in a, in, a, in a whole lot of ways. My, obviously, our big focus is on strength and strength training for people in pain and, and movement retraining. And then we use our, our hands-on therapies that we use that we learned at uni to support that pathway. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, and that's probably one thing that, that really uh, in the, in the first place uh, drew me uh, to you. I mean, I remember the first, the first day that you came, you came in and, and talked to us, it was more about helping uh, you're helping one of our, one of our clients. Um, I think Claudia was, with one of our pregnant clients and you you came oh, yeah. over yeah to to introduce yourself because they talked highly of us which is nice but um yeah having more that 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 client focused uh rather than just like come in and get cracked and leave and that's that's the experience most experience that i've had with uh, chiropractic before was you know let's i'm going to see you every week and you're going to come in i'm going to crack your neck the same way and crack your back and 
your hips and you know crack your toes and all that sort of stuff and off you go and i'll see you every week for till forever um, yeah and, and that's the big thing that i that i did that was a draw uh, to you was um for me to come in and you know if i had little niggles going on you try and understand what was going on um with me and you know we, we st- we'd still do some of that that classic i guess chiropractic mm. work if we needed well, it but yeah yeah it still stuff. has its role yeah. yeah i think like adjusting and stuff is known to to be beneficial in the short term for pain relief and things along those lines but um you know like the models you've experienced at, a, at other at other practices and it's no like it can be the same in other professions as well so like physios you know can be just a lay down and a massage and some ultrasound or myotherapy could just be some soft tissue work and that's it so it's not a i don't think that model is unique to Cairo. i think we see it in lots of other health professions but the way i view that is it's not a it's not a patient centered approach it is a technique centered approach where this is the technique i'm going to apply to you regardless of your um your circumstances um, or your needs or your wants and if it works for you great and if it doesn't well you know move on there's more people coming in the door whereas yeah for us and and this really probably stems from my experience with lower back pain as well because i had a chronic lower back pain um in kind of early 2010 i think or 11 for about three or four years um and I was it. That was my first year as a Cairo as well. And I was seeing a practitioner at Cairo. I saw a physio. Um, I saw an exercise physio. I saw quite a few people. But the reality is all of the people that I was seeing, as, as nice as they were, um, I found that it was very short-term minded. There was no plan of action. There was no, here's the treatment plus, here's a, you know, here's a, a six-week block of rehab for you to work on while we do some hands-on to keep you happy mm. and keep you feeling good. Um, you know, this is what you can expect. This is, you know, this is normal to feel this way. Um, these are the things also that are abnormal that you should just probably keep a little eye out for. <clears throat> and so it was never a, a holistic approach to somebody's care. It was always like, okay, we're going to dry needle here. We're going to adjust there. We're going to massage here and here your banded clamshells to do for, for the rest of your life. Um, and so that's probably where probably that, that big motivating factor to, to really turn it into a, a patient-centered model was 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 kind of born mm-hmm. um and we you know yeah, like 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 you kind of mentioned you know, we also want to be the standout you know the purple the, the the purple cow of of the Cairo profession where we can really stand out and and show the public you know hey we do a hell of a lot more than you know than you know what is traditionally known well the, uh, we have the same thing um with with what we do i guess you know there's yeah. there's some people out there that where they train people they they scream at them and they cheerlead at them and you know they get in they smash a hard workout and yeah yeah awesome i worked hard but we don't have particularly that just that approach you know we 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 do try and motivate and push people but there's also the mental side to exercise and and health and then there's a nutrition side and there's a there's a lot more to it than just just doing or doing a workout you know so um i think i think think every industry has that Every, every industry without a doubt. And when you're trying to, you know, stand out amongst, you know, what we might perceive as is not the best way to run a, a business, whether it's a, you know, CrossFit or allied health or something, it's, you know, it can be, uh, it's, it's actually very liberating, you know, to say, Hey, you know, we really take, take pride in, in seeing, um, you know, our, our patients or our members 
succeed. You know, and that's all we want is to see success through whether it's through training with yourself or whether it's through kind of the, the, the pain and rehab side with us. Um, you know, it's 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 quite empowering. You know, we we have a we generally have patients of the months that we run through success stories, and these are people who have turned around from a, a bad injury or a bad episode of pain or just you know have just overcome a big hurdle in that in that regards and we celebrate that with them we give them a t-shirt we do a post about them we we make sure that they know that you know as much as they're super happy with the result uh, you know from our end we're we're over the moon we love to see people kind of succeed through that pathway as well Boy, if um, they get results then you get results so Exactly right. And it's like well. the other thing I have with you guys is, you know, your goal setting every year. I think that, you know, with your, with your members, um, that's, that's amazing. You know, I don't know anybody else who, who sits down with their members and, and runs through their goals for the year. We, we, we try, we try the best we can to catch up. Yeah. Last year has been a bit more difficult to, to get things happening. But the model is there and, and that, you know, that shows how, member centered you are you know if, if i really want to see you succeed so let's plan this out together and uh and your education side um that's that's sort of more uh, well, uh, from from my perspective it's more it's more of a recent thing that you've uh you've started implementing um yeah. tell me tell me a bit about that so um it's going to be called scope ed which is going to be our yeah our education um, side so it's just we're working on it all at the moment it's very very exciting I'm, I don't know any other places that, that do something like this so I'm, I'm pretty excited to, to roll this out over the next few months um, but the goal really is that we feel that there's a lot of misinformation out there a huge amount of misinformation and this comes from our conversations with, with patients in the clinic about what they believe is going on or, or you know what they think is the solution to their issue and there's just a lot of crap out there and, and social media obviously is the main driver of that. Um, and so we kind of sat down, we've, we've previously tried to put out a lot of education stuff on, on social media, but my, my feeling on social media is that people, people's attention span on there is extremely low and it's probably not the best platform for good in-depth knowledge. Yeah. Um, so we're working on something that, you know, we'll advertise it through social media, but it'll be a, a education platform that will run through conditions, um, good good information on all conditions, whether that be you know shoulder or spine related or knee related, that our patients can get access to anytime that they want. And say, for example, some someone comes in with a Achilles tendonitis or something like that, um, they can go and get all the information they need through that resource obviously we'll talk about that in the clinic with them but it's to give them more than they need in regards to knowing what's going on um and also for friends and family if someone has an achilles issue and they don't know for example what to do well they'll can i get access they can share the the content of you know here's here's what you need to be doing you know in this circumstance um and so We'll build that in time. We're going to be doing more performance-based stuff as well. You know, what's uh, a strategy, good, good, good recovery strategies from training, how to develop your own training plan, exercise plan. If you've only got X amount of equipment at home and, you know, and you're in lockdown, for example, how do, how do you do that? Yeah. So it'll have a whole, the possibilities whole are endless with that, that sort of thing. You create a very vast library 
of yeah that's right and then we'll run through exercise specific stuff breaking down movement patterns how to progress progress certain things so ultimately it'll just be a a great resource um you know at this stage it'll all be free as well for people um and it'll be a big benefit basically it's a a unique benefit i guess for for patients of scope you know they'll get they'll all get access to it um and it'll be a hopefully a really nice added benefit you know of coming through our clinic as well so i mean information like that it's very difficult to know for people to know what to look at yeah unless they're you know you you tell them you need to read this article you need to watch this video or whatever that's right and then at least people know as well this is the stuff that i tell people in the clinic anyway like it's not uh yeah it's not fad stuff it's it's evidence-based science-backed um advice um everything that we're going to be putting out is going to be referenced with you know with with uh, the, the the important articles um to support that as well so they know that it's it's good quality education good quality information that they can they can trust as as true you know um it's yeah i think too many people are relying on on the social media aspect to get their education on a lot of things and um that's a that's a problem it, it can be it can be there's a lot of rubbish out there yeah yeah and then it gets all murky as well because yeah. you know and then there's some great stuff out there too that's and that's the thing and it, and it gets it can get lost very easily yeah 100 yeah. percent. you know we see stuff all the time and you go god how is this not really getting much traction when you know so and so fitness blogger is you know half naked doing these things and spouting the wrong information and they're getting millions of of views and likes and uh, exposure to to an incorrect message yeah yeah i know i'm not i'm not good looking enough to be able to put out content like that so no, I mean, I don't think anybody will be to see me doing exercise with my shirt off at all. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? And, uh, and like otherwise, otherwise in, in business, I mean, uh, since, since we, we, I guess we last did our podcast, you've been through a bit. Dad now? Would, you, would, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It must so have been three years back. ago. It must have been three years ago. I, yeah. I should have looked this up. Hannah was born in 2018. Or probably was, something like that. <laughs> So yeah, so we've got two little ones now, so that that definitely keeps our uh, our hands pretty full. It certainly um, would. But no, it's I mean, as you know, it's being a dad is is the best thing in the world. So it is. Yeah, no, they're um they're good. They're getting getting on. It's fun now because Hannah's um yeah she's getting gymnastics and ballet and swimming and you know doing all the all the fun oh, stuff yeah. that. That, uh, that I can uh, get involved with all the physical stuff. Oh, don't I know? Yeah. And the needs get more and more and more. And yeah, then, yeah. And like, and run, and running your business with that too. Like, it, it's I know it's it personally, it's very it's quite hard to keep them in, involved and you know make sure you're putting apart time from them when you're when you're you know putting so much time into your business um do, do you find like and, and everyone's in the same well not everyone but a lot of people are in the same situation you know they're trying to balance work and life and uh family and um how do you feel like you deal deal um, with work life family uh and health and your own physical health um how do you deal with yeah. that balance i think what um I think what we've definitely learned um, being the business owner and the primary practitioner and the, you know, the, the family man as well is 
having a, a team at the business, uh, you know, that, that you can rely on, you know, having a solid team is probably the most important thing. So our, our reception staff and Kairos and, and um, massage and Dan and massage therapists, we're, we're just so grateful because they really are brilliant at what they do. You know, Claudia and I can rely on the fact that, you know, if we're not there, the business is, is doing its thing. Um, and so even now as we're, we're trying to grow our business a little bit more and, and grow um, with the amount of people working for us, we, we're looking for people who, you know, who, who align with the values that we are looking for. And we found that to, to pay dividends in the fact that you, it's not, we can slowly start to take a little bit of pressure off our shoulders. Now I'm working bloody hard still. Like I'm yeah. running yeah, both ways. It's not, uh, not easy, but at the same time, you know, we know that the team that we've got right now is, 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 is strong and solid and, and that it makes life easier. Um, from, yeah, the family side of things, you know, fortunately, um, yeah, Claude's, Claude's is, is, is a great mum and, and does her thing exceptionally well. I still get time with the kids through the week, which is nice. So yeah. I don't work on Mondays. Um, so I get, you know, I don't work on the weekends either. So I generally get three days of the week that um, I get to spend good quality time with them. Um, yeah. Probably the thing that um, has been the biggest challenge, I guess, from everything is just just my, my physical health has been... <laughs> As in the amount of training um, I'm not getting in is has been a problem over the last 12 months or so. Um, as you know, with kids and, and sleeping issues and things, sometimes I uh, don't know, know. It's, uh, it doesn't go to plan. So that's that's definitely a challenge that I'm slowly starting to get my routine now that the little ones are sleeping a bit better and um, there's a little bit more uh, predictability, I guess, in regards to whether I'm going to be able to get up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. to exercise or not. Don't I know that? Oh. Making sure that you're still sleeping. You know, you get to bed at a decent time, not working out at 10 o'clock at night and, you know, preparing right. food. And I know it gets it gets hectic. Yeah. I think, I think my opinion, like through that experience as well, I've definitely um, probably realised that sometimes when you go through these, these kind of challenging times from a time perspective, when there's just so much going on in your life, something I've, I've come to accept, I guess, as well is peeling back and being comfortable with focusing on things like, like your sleep and stress management and letting that be the priority over the exercise. Not, not that, you know, not exercising is, is what I'm, what I'm saying there is a good thing, but it's, it's being okay with, Hey, you know, I'm not getting the time to, um, to train like I'd like to, let me focus my attention on doing things that relax me. You know, let me focus my attention on trying to get the best sleep that I can do and, and eating as best as I can as well. Um, mm. And then being okay with the fact that at this point in time, I'm not getting X amount of hours a week to exercise. My attention can go to other aspects of my health. And I've, I've kind of found that quite, quite nice in a way. Um, purely for the fact that previously, you know, my mindset was, yeah, you got to train every day regardless. And it's that, you know, all or nothing kind of mentality with exercise that I think can be unhealthy at particular points in your life. Um, so yeah, so like I probably read more books than I ever have of late because that's been my routine to to get a good night's rest. Um, yeah. And you know, I found that to be really, really fantastic. I actually, really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, squeeze it, squeezing it all in. Yeah, you can't have all burners going at the same time, and you have to sometimes accept that sometimes you got to, you know, cool down something to, you know, to to still be firing everywhere else. Um, yeah, yeah, some things have to give a little. 
yeah and just being comfortable with with the fact that yeah maybe exercise is that thing or that is for me anyway yeah um well how can i just double down somewhere else then that, that's more practical that's, that's it that's in and and knowing whatever it is exercise just understanding in yourself you go i i'm i'm gonna take time away from this thing to put into this thing that's right yeah and then actually doing it too yeah i know, I know for me sometimes you know i and i have that i put away that time to do something and then you know i'm tired and i just go i'll just do nothing and yeah, I, oh, yeah no i didn't i you know and you get stressed out and <laughs> like even injury wise like injuries rehabilitation you know you you take time away from doing you know something or that 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 not sleeping enough you're stressed because you're not getting everything done i mean really rehabilitation wise that doesn't help your your body heal if your mind's frantic and not not healing as well absolutely yeah it's a um, thing it is a treat it's it's definitely a, a very dynamic balancing kind of act you know things go well for a little while, just time-wise or life-wise, and then something happens and all of a sudden you're out of routine and you have to find that balance again, you know, relatively quickly. Um, but just simplifying things is is, a, is is an important thing to be able to do, I think. I guess that's what helps with being client more client-centred, I guess, mm. is that you have those conversations with people. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we've got a lot of... Uh, a lot of patients around my age, you know, that early 30s and generally they're, you know, maybe they do run their business, but a lot of people in the early 30s will, will be having children around that time. And a lot of my conversations in the clinic with people is, you know, hey, what, what's the priority here? Because right now you might, you're, you're training yourself out of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to be a dad or a mom and you've got to, you've got to be a good employee, you know, or you've got to still be running your business really well. And as much as exercise is super important, we, we, can also find other ways to get that physical activity in without it burning you else you know, everywhere else in your life. Um, because all of a sudden then your exercise isn't um, as healthy as you think it is, you know, just peeling back a little bit is probably much healthier than frying yourself seven days a week at the gym and then not being able to give you best as a, as a parent or as a, um, you know, as a, within your, within your line of work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, and that's we're almost a half an hour. Is that 26, 26 minutes on, on my timer here? We've been going long. We've been talking for longer, but that's all right. Um, well, if for people for the education, uh, for your help, how can they find you? Um, so just, uh, I guess, through our social media. So we've got an Instagram page and a, and a Facebook page that we're relatively active on. So that's probably where I'd uh, where I'd start, um, you know, if you're local in Ipswich and, um, you know, the area we're just located at the top of town on Brisbane Street, 144 Brisbane Street is our clinic. Um, with the education stuff that will be rolling out over the next couple of months, it's probably best just to follow us on, on Instagram and we'll, we'll be advertising and marketing all that through through there as well. Or if, if, uh, if you come as a patient, you'll, you'll go into our newsletter, which will update everybody there as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, social media is probably the best place. And that's that Facebook, Instagram, Scope Chiropractic. Yeah, I think it's a Scope Scope Chiro Sports Rehab. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So that's 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 our thing there. We are pretty active on there as well. So if you click us a message or anything, we'll generally get back to you pretty quickly. But yeah, you can, can tell how good we are at social media by not knowing what our Instagram handle is. Oh, that's right. I think. Um, as much as social media is a big thing, I'm, 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 you know, finding 
my time spent spending less and less time on there just for the reasons I mentioned before it becomes a little bit of a I don't know a bit of a negative place I think um, yeah yeah watching yeah, it and so yeah um, scope Cairo sports rehab is, is the all handle right. all right cool um well thank you Dan thank you for being on again oh mate thanks for having me again it's always uh always good to see the podcast oh. and the good content you're putting out back up back up and running again yeah, yeah, yeah. After two year hiatus, almost. Yeah, right. absolutely. No time like the present. No, exactly right. Exactly right. And thanks to you guys. I mean, you know, as we've worked together for years, and um, as I said before, it's you, the, the the show you guys run is is really second to none. And um, you know what your members say when we work with them, and everything is always uh, always amazing. Um, and from my end, it's it's the best thing in the world for me or for any practitioner is to work with a coach who knows their stuff and who is truly supportive of their their members as well. So it makes my job a hell of a lot easier. That's it, because you can only reach so far. That's right. Or spread that's yourself right. so thin. Yeah, that's it. You can only do so much until they're back in the gym environment. And if they're with a, a good coach, uh, you know, that transition period is generally uh, much, much easier. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, Thank you, Dan. Thanks for uh, to you also, listeners, for tuning in to the 42nd episode of the CFWF podcast. Hope you enjoyed. If you would like to like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, I believe we're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, there's a few of them. Like, subscribe. Any feedback, anything you want us to talk about, let's just, you know, throw throw us a line. And once again, thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next one.